right, it is Tuesday night. It is a special edition of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast, the Go Home Podcast to this Sunday's WrestleMania Backlash. I'm Elio. He's Ben. Ben, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm I'm feeling almost 100% back from my sickness. The stuffiness that you're hearing right now is allergy-related, but I am ecstatic that I was able to sit out comfortably outside for a good stretch of time this afternoon. We had a good time with my dogs, and we just had a good day. And what better way to finish off the day than come on here for our premium pay-per-view prediction show? Yes. Because let me tell you something, folks. We will certainly be more entertaining than weekly WWE television. And I on that topic, Elio, I know we've uh, we had a few false starts getting this show on the road this evening, but um, now that we're on to the final um, final copy of the show, uh, allow, uh, allow me to just ask you a question. Is, right. it just, is it just me, or do you struggle to stay awake during Monday Night Raw as well? Well, it's funny you should ask that, because... <laughs> I didn't even get to watch Monday Night Raw until today, oh, which is God. Tuesday. God bless your lucky bastard soul. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not to curse at the father on, on a live podcast. Um, well, no, hold on, but because that's not necessarily a good thing because I really hate having to to watch Raw late. I want to get it out of the way on the day that it's airing. So I can I only have to watch it once and that's it. And I don't have well, to keep uh, stopping and starting because I fall asleep. Well, you know, but you have to admit, the having the power to fast forward through commercials is pretty damn nice. And that's why I don't stream any of these shows online because I hate commercials. <laughs> i rather... Watch on my DVR where I can fast forward through commercials. Oh yes, DVR is such a delightful invention. Yep. Um, but you know, it's just I fell asleep from nine thirty to ten forty uh, last night because this show puts me out quicker than any anesthesia I've ever dealt with. And I, I mean. Actually, now I told you on Sunday night I was watching Archie's Weird Mysteries and I was watching Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the cartoon, whatever. Last night, instead of Raw, I was watching the next uh, cartoon I had on my uh, watch list on Tubi, Inspector Gadget. I love that cartoon. That was my childhood. I absolutely loved Inspector Gadget. I... No complaints there, man. I was a fan right along there with you. I mean, we have the hockey playoffs. Okay, I can appreciate that they have the playoffs. The Toronto played their game one last night, beating Tampa Bay 5 nothing. The Bruins and the Hurricanes played as well. I can appreciate that. But we have a, a sports package with five channels here. Why they decide to air that game on the channel that Raw is usually playing is beyond me. 
Well, and I'll, I'll tell you the answer because, you know, uh, if you're a, a normal person that doesn't have a wrestling podcast, you're going to want to choose to watch hockey versus wrestling on any night of the week during this day and time because this episode of Monday Night Raw was the epitome of boredom, irrelevant, and bullshit, all wrapped up in one spiffy package. It's going to get even better this week because NXT's on at 2 a.m. tonight or tomorrow. SmackDown, which is usually airing on <laughs> Friday at 8 p.m., is going to be airing on Saturday afternoon at 3 p.m. Oh, dear. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> So what's with all the what's with all the channel uh, adjustments? Is that just because of the hockey, hockey playoffs? Because of the hockey. Yes. <laughs> and speaking of that, I I think that's why. Um, pardon me. I think that's why Rampage is airing at five thirty on Friday. I'm sorry. What? I think that's why this, Rampage is this, this, this yeah. Friday. Yeah, I think that's why Rampage is airing this Friday at five thirty. Five thirty Eastern. Yes, that's a pretty <laughs> weird random time to air. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but let's be honest. Um, by and large, Rampage isn't exactly riveting television. Nope. Okay, now Ben, I have to ask you because I know you're a Mountain Dew guy. You have your Mountain Dew, you have to have your Mountain Dew with you. Well, actually, I'm drinking Coke. Okay, but uh, because I saw this online, I don't know if you've seen this, Spicy Mountain Dew. Well, I see, I don't drink all of the, all of the variants of Mountain Dew. I just drink the, the regular one. No, I know, but I'm saying, have you seen or heard about this one? Yes, I have. Oh, I... I yeah, I don't think I could do that. And now apparently they're... This is what I hate about TikTok. They do stupid challenges. Well, TikTok they're, they're, is they're doing the they're, they're doing the Sprite challenge where you have to chug a bottle of Sprite. Well, why would you want to do that? Exactly. Sprite, Sprite is delicious. Why would you want to chug that? That's meant to be sipped <laughs> and enjoyed. Exactly. It's stupid. <laughs> But uh, so, speaking of, sorry, go on. So I'll, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tell you a story. All right. So I I was in college, and um, at one of at one of my colleges, Mountain Dew was like the unofficial drink of that college. Mountain Dew Mountain Dew is everywhere, and I was drinking it. Um, during one of my classes, for some reason, I was drinking one of the alternate flavors. Uh-oh. And, uh, it was just, it was not, it was not good. Uh-oh. And I had a mishap right in the middle of the classroom. It went oh. down, it went down the wrong pipe and it, you know, came out in a very unfortunate fashion. Uh, you know, the class was boring, but, you know, nonetheless, it's not how I wanted to spend my oh. afternoon. But, you know, just me uh, recapping that story for you was more entertaining than Monday Night Raw. And before but, we get going, 
because, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a somewhat abbreviated show. Yeah. Uh, because we only have Raw, the Backlash predictions, Time Warp, and Guess the Theme. So once Elliot and I finish shooting the shit, this will be a nice breezy edition of the show. Yep. Um, before we return on... Um, when will we be returning? Would that be to the f- next Tuesday to do the post show? Uh, I mean, uh, are we doing the show on Saturday, or do you want to just do uh, come back on Tuesday? We actually, you know, what, we um, let's just come back on Tuesday since this is the pre-show for Backlash. All right, sounds good. Um, before we get into Raw, though, now a while back I I mentioned, and you also heard that. Um, WWE trademarked the title Sunday Stunner. Oh my god. They had an event on Sunday night called Sunday Stunner. A live event from Fairfax, Virginia. Uh, at least they didn't call it a premium live event. <laughs> now this took place at the Eagle Bank Arena and here are the results from that show. We had the opening match, the Street Profits defeating Alpha Academy. Theory retains the United States Championship by defeating Finn Balor. Omos defeated Reggie. AJ Styles defeated Damian Priest by disqualification. The Miz defeated Ezekiel. Cody Rhodes defeated Seth Rollins. And in the main event, Bianca Belair retained her Raw Women's Championship by defeating Becky Lynch, Liv Morgan, and Rhea Ripley in a four-way. Well... I gotta tell you, that card seemed vastly more entertaining than the majority of, of, of TV episodes that we yeah, get. Outside of the almost Reggie match, uh, it definitely seemed like a better uh, card. But how about we say we get into Monday Night Raw, the abbreviated version? Oh, do we have to? Now, hold on, before, before we do that, um. Okay, like, I, I'm always watching, looking out for wrestling content on TikTok. I thought I saw Clash at the Castle. Yeah, that's the, um, that's the new, like, UK show that they're doing, uh, this year. That's why they're, that's why they're building up Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns, because they're gonna do, they're gonna do that match at one or both of the stadium shows. Okay. So, yeah. You know what? I don't have a problem with that. Because I'll take Clash at the Castle over that crown jewel nonsense any day. Absolutely. And unfortunately, now that you've spoken into existence, but since you mentioned the show that shall not be named... Only um, one time. I hope that's only one time I'm doing that. They they are returning in October. Yes, because because they're doing uh, Hell in a Cell in June. Why are you doing Hell in a Cell in June? A pay a, a preview that is associated with Halloween. You're doing it in June. I mean <clears throat> Hell, right? Do you associate Hell with the, like October? Exactly. <laughs> Either that or um. Although I am election season. Although I I wouldn't mind seeing Halloween Havoc again. No, I wouldn't mind that either. Alright, so Ben, what do we have for um, Monday Night Raw? 
the abbreviated very, version. Not very much that will entertain you, I assure you. So, um, Raw came to us from the Greensboro Coliseum in Greensboro, North Carolina. Woohoo, Ric Flair country. Yay. Well, yeah, but I'm I'm kind of over Ric Flair. Every time, so, every, so every, every time he speaks, I just get annoyed. So am I. And I, I hate when these uh, wrestlers that have podcasts like chime in saying they don't think this is good or this is good. Well, well, you know who has the worst podcast for that? Bubba Ray Dudley? Well, yeah, yes, but there, there's also another name that, I, that I've run into that is absolutely terrible at his job. Worse than Bruce Pritchard? He, he very well might be as hard as that might be to believe. Oh, shit. Okay, who? Disco Inferno. Oh, what? He absolutely sucks. Wow. I, I didn't even know he had a podcast. What? Okay. I, I wish that I didn't know he had a podcast. <laughs> wow. He's absolutely terrible. Um, but but uh, he, he's almost as terrible as an edition of Monday Night Raw because let, let, me, let me start you off with the low points of the night, ladies and gentlemen. All right. And I hate to do this, but I have to, for a couple reasons. First and foremost, Ezekiel has done nothing, nothing to entertain or interest me since uh, since he has replaced his elder brother, Elias. You know, I thought this could work because it's Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens can make the stories work, but this isn't... I'm not seeing any progress here. Look, Kevin Owens is great at what he does. No argument there. My question is, why do we have a talent like the caliber of a Kevin Owens dealing with this Ezekiel bullshit? Because he's he's the one he's one of he's uh, one of those that can actually make something this bad work actually work. Oh God! Well. That said, that says a lot for Mr. Owens, but still, I'd prefer him to be elsewhere engaged right now. And then the other aspect of this that I don't like, how many times do we have to see the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy? I mean... Uh, hold on, I, I, thought, I, thought they were turned, I thought they turned heel not long ago against RK Bro. Or am I mistaken? What? The Street Profits? No, they never turned heel. No, but the, didn't they, they cut that promo where they were acting like the, like heels, though. You, yes, I know which one you're talking about, but yeah. they, never, they never officially turned heel, no. Okay. <laughs> um, and then another low point that I had was Vera Mahan versus Burt Hanson. Bert Hansen, only a one and done. WB is the only uh, uh, company on his uh, resume. Well, I mean, how? I, I no offense, but I don't really give a shit about Bert Hansen in this <laughs> scenario. He's he's in enhancement town. Uh, how, how do you interview uh, a guy that's taken on Via Mahan? That's just like a local wrestler. Oh, it, it was it was god awful. And the other thing is, I, 
I can kind of understand what they're trying to do with fear, but it's not working. No, they need to stop because you know what? You can only do so many squash matches before it starts getting old and uh, no one's going to care anymore. Well, we are we are rapidly approaching the point of nobody gives a shit. Yep. Um, and, and that's not good when Fear uh, Mahan is this new. Mm-hmm. And why... Uh, here's another question. Why do they call it a cervical clutch when it's all it is is a modified camel clutch? And, uh, and technically, uh, he's not even new because uh, he was in NXT with... Uh, as, he was uh, that one half of Indusher. Yeah. And which I, which I, never, I never got to see them. It's bad. And then, and then the, other, the other low point I had was um, Bobby Lashley versus Cedric. Mm. That was not good. Ooh, that's bad when you have to give Bobby Lashley a low point. Yeah, but you see, you see the problem because Bobby, you just said it. Bobby Lashley should be nowhere near a low point in any show. And this match got two minutes and 33 seconds. It's fucking embarrassing. Oh, oh, and then the the embarrassing part of all of this. Oh, no. The the worst part of this entire fucking show. Oh, no. It's the 24-7 title match between Dana Brooke and Nikki A.S.H. Now, the best thing I can say about this, Elliot, which isn't much, but I I have to be fair. It would seem to me that Nikki Ash is finally ready to dump this superhero gimmick after winning the 24-7 title. Okay, uh, so uh, Piper Niven, uh, they showed that segment on Piper Niven uh, walking up to her? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so... Merciful, mercifully, it would appear that we're done with this superhero Nikki Ash. Please. It can't come fast enough. Now, now that we're done with the low points, let's get to the high points, shall we? Um, AJ Styles versus Damian Priest. Yep. That was very good. Uh, and then um, the other one that I had was... Um, the 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 six woman tag match um, yeah. for the main event. Yeah. There, there was one spot in particular that I really enjoyed. Um, so um, Asuka hit a running hip attack on Sonia Deville, <laughs> and then Sonia Deville fell into a modified code breaker by Liv Morgan. Oh wow! And the, the way that that um, the way the way that that was pulled off and executed, that was just so smooth. It was very very nice. Okay. Um, so I always have to give credit where it's due. Um, now I like to read t- to you this um, the end of this review of uh, Monday Night Raw. And the website that I'm looking at is 411mania. Okay. And the let me get the name of the reviewer for you, just uh, because I want to be fair. Um, the name of the reviewer is Thomas Hall. Now, okay. 
And uh, as, as I'm scrolling back to the bottom, let me just do this a quick way. I, lo- I love the fact that they have the, the, the little uh, cursor at, at the right side of the screen. You can just go a lot faster. You don't have to scroll all the way down. Yep. So anyway, he says, and I quote, he rated the show a four, by the way, which I I agree with. I would have given it a three, but it was much better than uh, better than the other rating I saw, which was a seven point five. Which I don't know what that guy was smoking. <laughs> what? <laughs> but this guy, this guy was a very balanced reviewer, and, and he said, and I quote, "I have no idea what planet this show is supposed to be on." And that doesn't make me think much about Sunday. The main event story here was either the six-man tag match, which which isn't for a title, or the six-man, or, or I'm sorry, or the six-woman tag match, which also isn't for a title. It was like they were trying to make every story equally unimportant, and unfortunately they succeeded. Nothing on Sunday feels special, as it comes off like WWE is saying the show doesn't matter. Why they would want to do that, I'm not sure, but the pay-per-view has taken a hard turn, and Raw felt like it didn't know it was coming. I could, I could, not, have said, I could not have said it my, better myself, Mr. Hall. Very well played, sir. Um, be, let's just be honest with you, okay? Now... I just got off of being sick for 11 days. And watching this show was like me taking NyQuil, trying trying to fall asleep to escape my pain. Except there was no escaping Monday Night Raw because I am obligated to to review it to, to bring you an effective and entertaining podcast. And I have the same high points and low points, but I'm going to add to the low points. Okay. The opening segment. Oh, my God. And I'll tell you why. The camera cuts were the were absolutely terrible. I agree. Oh, I, like, it was just, it was ridiculous. Like, as soon as it started with the camera cuts, I'm like, okay, I had to put my arm in front of my face to like for, like, a few seconds. Because it was just... And I'm... I, I was asking myself this question. Now, I have WWE 2K14 and 2K17, okay? Yeah. I really enjoyed 2K14 because it's got all the WrestleMania arenas and everything. Yeah. 2K22, I wonder if they do that same thing in 2K22 with these camera cuts. I hope not. Because if they do, that would be really terrible for the person that's playing. Well, well, actually, in all fairness, I have not gotten 2K22 yet. Um, I'm just kind of waiting for my birthday, but I have heard that this uh, video game is much better than its predecessor. Okay. No, I'm saying I really hope that they don't, they haven't added that to this game because that would just be terrible for the person that's playing. Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah. I've already uh, 
like one of the ones I think it was two two K twelve or two K thirteen where when you're playing as soon as you hit the finishing move the controller vibrates and like the screen like shakes. Yeah. It's like okay, that's just that's bad. So I can just imagine if they were to do that with this two K twenty two one. Yeah, it's uh, not very good. So but, that was the only one I the only reason I gave that uh a low point. Other than that, like the arcade was out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. You know, and the other thing the other thing that I'm really interested in is how long the team of arcade bro is gonna last. Because if you think about it, the natural progression of this thing is to have um Randy Orton turn on rental. Right? But at this point, I would hesitate to do that because Arcade Bro is legitimately one of the only entertaining things on Raw that is consistent. Yep. So, I don't know. But, um, you know, the fact that we were able to get through that review and make it semi-entertaining is a miracle unto itself. You see think of something. What's that? Now, what if, this is stupid because it still doesn't make sense, but what if they change that tag team match because the Usos would have won and they don't want, they don't want to break RK Bro up just yet? Well, I mean, that that is one um, way of thinking about it, but, but I tend to think that RK Bro could have could have broken up without the influence of uh, of the Usos. Like to me, that involvement just doesn't make sense. Well, uh, it just it, the whole thing doesn't make sense. I mean, Roman Reigns wants the team to fight the tag team championships, and uh, he went and messed it up. <laughs> well, yeah, and and. They still have yet to explain that in, that incident because he ordered the Usos to go and bring and bring him the the um, the Raw Tag Team Titles, and then a couple of weeks later he rips the contract up. So, so I guess what um, what the um, Tribal Chief has to say isn't that isn't that important. Either that or he's suffering from memory loss. Either way, that's not a, that's not a good look when you have um, when you have one guy holding both championships and then you have nothing of importance to compete for overall on Raw. Which by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you'll remember this, but Raw is the flagship show of the entire WWE is the worst show is on it, fucking television. Is it the flagship show? Well, it, it used to be. I don't I don't know what you can say for it nowadays, but it's, it's certainly something. And I feel, good. But I was reading uh, something. Okay, now. Apparently, um, okay. First of all, back to the camera cut for a minute. Like, apparently I read that that's not even Kevin Dunn's idea, even though everyone blame, puts the blame on Kevin Dunn. Apparently, someone else came up with that idea. And the, well, the, the initial I... idea was when the Shield made their debut to like uh, create that chaos, chaos effect 
like all the chaotic uh, effects. Okay, but, okay, well, if you want to play devil's advocate, then that makes perfect sense. But that, that was the shield, and this is 2022. This exactly. Is not, this is not 2012. I mean, what the, what the exactly. fuck is going on? Exactly. I, I was just, I was, like, I was reading that uh, earlier today, and, um, Another thing I was reading about was Monday Night Raw, that apparently sometime in the 90s, USA came close to canceling Raw. Well, see, but that's hard to believe, given that that's in the middle of the Attitude Era. What, what, what I wouldn't have any... No, I, I, I'm guessing in the early 90s. Well, yeah, in the early 90s. When they, when it, was, so, it was really bad. Especially 93, 94, woof. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just nobody wants to see Mantar again. Good God! <laughs> what? Or or the Bastion Bugger? Or, oh, jeez, no! Or um, or what about uh, Screwball? Knuckleball Schwartz? Oh, oh! What did I say? Screw- you said Screwball? <laughs> yeah, I meant Knuckleball Schwartz. Yeah, what if um, Brother heard you? <laughs> I don't care because at this point I could probably kick the Brooklyn Brawler's ass. <laughs> what what is he? A senior citizen? <laughs> Alright, so um is that all we have for Raw? Yes, sir. Alright, we're taking into uh, WrestleMania Backlash predictions. Oh god. So WrestleMania Backlash on Sunday, May the eighth from Providence, Rhode Island at the Dunkin' Donuts Center. And we have a total of six matches on this show. All right, here we go. Uh, should we go top to bottom or bottom to top? Bottom to top. So okay, so we have Bobby Lashley versus Omos. For the sweet love of God, if Omos wins this match, I am not watching WWE for a fucking month. No, that, I'm going with Bobby Lashley. He Make has it, to win. He has please, to win. He please, has to. don't do this to Bobby Lashley. No. That's, that's a badass human being for real. No, he, does yeah. not, he does not deserve to lose to... Okay, that was interesting. <laughs> fucking atrocious. Wait, where did I know from? Where did I come from? I don't know. Wow, okay. <laughs> so, your last release, your prediction? Yes. Alright. Next, we have Happy Corbin versus Madcap Moss. I'm going with Madcap Moss. I'm going to go with Madcap Moss as well. Ask me if I care. Ask me if I give two shits. Do you care? No, not at all. <laughs> oh, Alright. That next match, we have AJ Styles versus Edge. I really don't see Edge losing. Yeah, especially especially with this new Judgment Day yep. um, deal, um, I'm going to have to go with Edge. E- even if Damian Priest is banned from ringside. I just um, don't see I, it. I'm, I'm sure it's going to be something. I'm sure something's going to happen because, I mean... Could we be see? Could we see Rhea Ripley uh, show up? Well, I think I don't know if it's gonna be uh, Rhea Ripley, but or Champa or Champa. 
I could very easily see a third member of Judgment Day debut. Yeah, yep. All right, next we have Drew McIntyre and Arcade Bro versus the Usos and Roman Reigns, or the Bloodline. There we go. Um, I'm going to go with the Bloodline. I'm going to go with, um, with, um, RK Bro and Drew McIntyre. Okay. And the reason for that, if anyone cares, well, you should care because of my show. Um, well, our show, but I'm being, I'm being a pain in the ass, I know. But, um, but I think if, if the bloodline lost, then that adds a very interesting element to the one-on-one confrontation between Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre, because then, then Roman will go in with with a chip on his shoulder, trying to prove that he is what he says he is. And I think I think that would make the feud slightly more interesting. Okay. Then we have Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, ah, Cody winning twice. I'm gonna go with Seth Rollins. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna go with Seth Rollins on this one, because I, I don't see them making Cody win twice. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Seth Rollins on that one. And yeah. the final one, we have the I Quit match for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair defending against Ronda Rousey. It's got to be Ronda at this point. Yeah, I'm going with Ronda. If it's not, I don't know why she's there. Yeah, I'm going with Ronda Rousey on this one. Yeah. All right, that is WrestleMania Backlash predictions for the pay-per-view this Sunday night. God. I mean... This this show seems like it's going to (laughs) suck. I mean, you, you said you said you weren't looking forward to WrestleMania 28, but it wasn't that bad of a show. But this show, WrestleMania Backlash, you, I, I, I meant 38. You said WrestleMania 38, you weren't looking, really looking forward to it because of the well, build. I, I, I definitely wasn't looking forward to night two, I can tell you that. And let's just be honest with you. The build for WrestleMania has gotten worse and worse every single year. Right, I'm saying the the show turned out to be uh, to be fun. Well, night one more fun than night two, but this WrestleMania backlash, mm, I don't know. Yeah, I well one, um, you know, regardless of the card, I think I think doing the the concept of WrestleMania backlash is a mistake because to me. It cheapens the concept of WrestleMania if you're going to do it twice. You know what I mean? Like, WrestleMania is supposed to be the show. And by having it be WrestleMania Backlash, it's like, you know, we already have two-part WrestleManias. So, in effect, you're doing it like a bastard stepchild edition of WrestleMania. Because if you think about it, all we're seeing is WrestleMania rematches. So what was the point of WrestleMania to begin with? Yep, I agree. All right, um, so that's all we have for WrestleMania Backlash, right? Yes, sir. 
All right, you know what? I'm gonna bring up the AEW tournament because I did post um, the mad the four matches from the right bracket uh, last night on my TikTok, and I'm gonna pull up those results. Since uh, we have no show on Saturday, uh, we'll do that uh, today, right now. So the first match we had CM Punk versus Ruby Soho. I would go with um, CM Punk on that one. And 87% uh, voted CM Punk. Okay. Then we had Malachi Black and Jamie Hayter. Uh, Malachi Black. 62% picked Malachi Black. Then we had FTR and Orange Cassidy. Oh, please, FTR. FTR got 67% of the votes. That's a lot lower than I had anticipated, but... And then we have John Moxley and MJF. Um, I'm going to say John Moxley. John Moxley got 67% of the votes. So, the, the quarterfinals, sorry, yeah, the quarterfinals look like this. CM Punk versus Malachi Black and FTR versus John Moxley. We'll be bringing those to you next week. So uh, no, no, no. Next week we have the right brackets. We have Adam Cole and Brian Danielson and Ty Conti oh, and Baker. I'm, I'm doing sorry. them. I'm, I'm doing them one at a time, like to stretch it out to so over over episodes. So we don't okay. do that so makes sense. So we don't do it all at once. I'm sorry. I made a boo boo. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. So Ben, we need to get into time work. And, Absolutely. you know, I tried, I was so excited when I heard commentary on the first match of this super show that I thought, okay, they're going to have commentary on all the matches, but no, they didn't, so we don't have any audio for this one. But we, oh, will, but we will be having the September 25th, 82 episode of Mid-South coming up next Tuesday night. Uh, so for, for, now, for now, we are going back to February, Friday, February 10th, 1984 for Mid-South Wrestling at Sam Houston Coliseum. Oh, very cool. In the opening match, we had Buddy Landell defeating John King. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to know those guys. Oh, come on. You don't know Buddy Landell? Oh, yes. Nature, oh, Na- Nature Boy Buddy Landell. No, I, all I know is Nature Boy Buddy Rogers. I've never heard of Nature Boy Buddy Landell. No, I did. I uh, yeah, guy was around in the eighties and nineties. I guess he kind of. I want to say I. I'm not sure, but I want to say that he took his the Nature Boy name from Ric Flair, because he did look somewhat similar with the blonde hair. Oh God! Well. Let's not be blasphemous now. I know we have issues with Ric Flair on this show. No, I'm being serious. Like, uh, with the way he looks. Yeah, oh, no, I'm I'm not saying you're not being serious. I'm just saying, you know, there's yeah. only one nature one. Yeah. Then we have Masao Ito defeating Lani Poffo. Buddy Marino defeated Black Gordman. Now... This is the match that I had the commentary, and I have a really I have a problem with the way the commentator said this guy's last name. It was Jim Neidhart defeating Butch Reed, okay? 
Yeah. However, the commentator referred to Jim Neidhart as Jim Needhart. Oh, no. Oh, that is so terrible. That <laughs> is so terrible. <laughs> then we had Terry Taylor defeating Nikolai Volkov. Oh, my God. Junkyard Dog defeated Crusher Darso. And in the main event, for the Mid-South Tag Team Championships, Magnum TA and Mr. Wrestling 2 defeated the Midnight Express by disqualification. Oh, God. So that is Time Warp for this week, and now we're going to move into the final segment. Of course, that being Ben's favorite, Guess the Theme. Absolutely. We'll be back shortly while I pull up the playlist here. All right, we are back. We are going to get into the final segment, guess the theme. I'm going to start the timer. My co-host has to guess as many themes in a minute as he can. Ben, if you don't know, just say pass and we'll move on. So are you ready for your first theme? Yes, sir. Pass. Rodney Max, these are along. Pass. Alright, that's Randy Savage. Pass. Pass. Yeah, it's primetime players. Hungy Dog Man? Coco Beware. Okay. Pass. Billy Gunn. Uh, Zion Quinn. No. That was Ricochet. Oh, Ricochet. I'm so, I didn't hear the one and only, but... It, no, and and it, and it hit uh, because it hit the timer hit zero. As soon as it went, as soon as it about to do one and only. Oh, boom. Okay, well that was considerably suckish, but. Freaking! You know. <laughs> I can't believe Triple H, man. Listen to that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I never knew that until recently. Right? I didn't even know. All right, so, man, we should bring that, this show to a close. Here we go. What's the unofficial time on this bad boy? Um, I have 1.29. Okay, well, it'll, it'll be much shorter than no, that. No, it's going to be shorter, yeah. Yeah. All right, so that is our show for tonight. I'm Elio, he's Ben, this has been the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast, WrestleMania Backlash, I'm sorry. Ben, yeah, say goodnight to the fans. Well, thanks for, thanks for hanging out with us, and just uh, please watch the pay-per-view so you can uh, have an increased level of understanding as we go absolutely batshit on WWE Creative next Tuesday. Welcome to the greatest time!
Fuck you, baby.